Claire Isaac. Hello, Lisa Sinclair. Episode 30 of whatever season it is, who knows what day it is, what who year it is. Who even knows? Who even knows? Um, we've got quite a lot to whiz through. We've got to whiz through it, Claire. Okay, okay. I'm happy to whiz. All right, <laughs> I love, whiz I like more than whizzing. Ooh, that sounds um, wrong. So in this episode, we are, we're going to talk about some career stuff because we're business bitches, boss ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you want to work it, you got to work, work it. it. Yeah. Work it. Um, there's quite a lot of culture club for obvious reasons. There's yeah. some beauty spot, a bit of beauty spot. I think we've been shopping, haven't we? Beauty spot, um, beauty spot, beauty spot. Big question. Yes, indeed. And then actually, there's two big questions. Right. Yeah. Well, sort of. Anyway, we'll see how we go. Okay. Should we start? Yes, let's do it. Oh, hang on. Well, who are we? It's playing oh, avocado. That's right. We're a podcast. Mainly <laughs> <laughs> women over forty-five. Yeah. But Welcome all. Welcome, Welcome one and all. One and all. Yes. All right. Um, how's your week been? You've been working. You've been busy working, Claire. I've been working. Oh, it's a segue. It, um. Well, it's just sort of setting up. It's a oh, setup, Claire. Just set, you're setting me up. Yeah. Um, I have been working very hard today. I did a lot of work, in fact, and mm-hmm. I I sort of over um over stretched myself a bit like I had a little Ooh. bit too much to do Overexerted. <laughs> no I mean I over I over I agreed to do too much oh, so yes. I've just been trying to find time to sort of fit things in as it were I feel a bit like that as well oh. I feel quite uh, um yeah it's quite a lot it's a lot of busy it's busy Claire I'm very, busy. very busy and I find that also because I want to do other things because I'm so used to having time to go for a walk and you know mm. do some shopping that when I don't have time for those things which is in a normal work day I wouldn't have ever had the time for I get mm. my nose out of joint oh, bloody cheek isn't it <laughs> yeah. working oh. seven and a half hours a day what are dare they thinking they? how silly dare they very dare they um it's interesting all the work stuff isn't it did you read that article this is a segue mm. um I think I've talked before about how the great resignation is going on in the US and the UK. Yeah. And um, because of COVID is just pe- people are reevaluating their lives, aren't they? Reevaluating their jobs and what they want from work. Yeah. And there was a story on the ABC that it's coming to Australia and it will yes. hit next March. And I wonder if that is also in Australia something to do with um, there's always a lot of movement in Jan, Feb anyway, after the big Christmas holiday, the big summer break. Yeah. Um, and then combine that with a bit of COVID and then everything opening up again. It's interesting, isn't it, to see what will happen and whether people do just go, I'm out, I'm out of here. I reckon that, that it will happen here because, I mean, that there's a story that you sent me which we can put a link to in the PDAs, but then there was also mm-hmm. another story on You Magazine in the UK as well about yes. it. It's just like, do jobs even matter, matter anymore? You know, people have just given up caring and they realise yes. that... All these years we've spent building up a strong portfolio of career trajectory, etc. Yes. Nothing, you know, and that actually when you come down to it, there's a woman in this story I was reading who said that she had a cleaning job and that's when she was the happiest because you could see the results of her work. And I've said this years and years that I'd like a job that I could just do the job, see the job doing what it needs to do, go home, watch telly. You know what I mean? Like I think, without any yes. kind of hangover of work the next day or stress about how that work will be received or Yes, some of my jobs have been have been I'd go to work, do my shift, 
finite amount of work, finite amount of time, and then yeah. my shift was over and I'd yeah. go home yeah. and that was it. And then the next day I'd go back in and do the same job but in a different way. Um, and I did, there is something to be said for that, isn't there? Yeah, um, I think that especially yeah. now when you don't know, like because things are so uncertain as well, yeah. you don't know whether your job's going to be there tomorrow, a lot of people. No. You know? And so that sort of idea that you put all that investment and time and emotional, you know, hard heartache into it and then it just ends up being for nothing. Yes, I read another article. Um, I think it was on Ask or by Alison Green, who's Ask a Manager, who I'm obsessed with. Yeah. Um, and she wrote an article about companies need to stop with the self care, um, yeah. and that you know them urging us, um, you know, to take breaks or do yoga or, um, you know, all the self carey stuff they're doing for a lot of people isn't actually helpful because what they need is you know um, childcare oh, yeah. or structure or you know. <laughs> yeah. In America, paid leave or, you know, sick leave, holidays. And and some people were commenting on her story saying that they felt more pressured to then go and do the yoga, but they don't want to do the yoga because they haven't got time. You know, they're trying to, like, make the kids lunches or whatever. Um, But it's so interesting to see what will happen with work because everybody's priorities have changed, haven't they? They sure have. And it's funny, actually, I was talking to a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, um, who shall remain nameless. Um, okay. We were talking about... Tell me later, though. Tell me <laughs> yeah, I'll later. tell you after. Tell you off piste. <laughs> um, and she was saying how... We were both saying how, you know, when we worked together, we never took a lunch break or whatever because we just never had the time. And you were kind of made to feel at some points that you couldn't really have a lunch break. Yeah, you know, because absolutely. You, because well, that meant done. that you weren't invested in the job enough, yeah. you know, to be there 24 hours a day or whatever. And um, and then another friend of ours was saying that um, now they build that into their calendars and things so that people actually yes. have to take time off. And that's actually, that's fine. But you still feel a sense, I think, especially if you've been working for years, um, I'm not suggesting that we have, but we are quite old. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, that you... You are. You, <laughs> you fight <laughs> tooth and nail to get where you are, you know, and you think yeah. that anyone who sees any moment of weakness or any moment of going to a fucking Pilates class, and they're in, taking your job from underneath they are. you. Well, they, prob- they probably were, to be fair, Claire. Um, I was actually on a panel today, Claire. Yes, you're very important. I was important. an expert panel about... Yeah. Well, it couldn't um... make... <laughs> someone drop out. <laughs> Um, and it was about ageism in the workforce and it was very interesting it was really interesting they had some academics on there and all about how um how the workplace will change to accommodate has to change to accommodate over 50 over 45s really but Mm. over 50s especially um and what people want from their jobs now and the main thing is flexibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that I think people, even though they say they don't, they didn't like working from home a lot of the times. I think when when you go back to the office, you want to be able to do both. Do both. It definitely you, need, you want a bit of a hybrid. I think. Although lots of people don't want to go back at all, do they? No. Can't bear the thought of it. No. It's funny. My husband. No. He really just can't wait to get out. But then again, we are living in a one-bedroom apartment, and he. Well, has... that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, it's, it, every situation is different, Claire. It is. Isn't it? We're um, like, it's like a potpourri, isn't it? Isn't it? That's life. Mm. Um, and I'm not working, Claire. Yes, Lisa. I like to um, do a bit of what I call culture club. Culture club! Culture club! <laughs> what a lovely segue. Uh, wasn't great, was it? Um, <laughs> I asked the PDAs, which is our online Facebook group, yep. for a movie, a Saturday night movie recommendation. I saw that. 
They all came to the party, didn't they? They all did come to the party, and I took one of their recommendations, and I watched it. Mm. It's a movie called Worth. Have you seen it? No. Oh, it's very good. I don't it? know who... Rec- I can't remember who recommended it, whoever you were, thank you. What um, it, platform? I think it's on the Netflix. Right. And it's um, based on a true story... And it's about 9-11. Oh, and it's Michael, Ke- Michael Keaton, is it? Michael no. Keaton. Yeah. Yes. Have you seen it? No, I wanted to watch it, but then at the time it was too close to 9-11 and it was all a bit too much for me to yes. watch it at the time. But I might watch it now. It was really good, is it? It's really good. It's really um, thought-provoking and dramatic and um, heart-wrenching. Mm. Michael Keaton is just utterly brilliant, as Great, is. Isn't he? He's amazing. Um, who else is in it? Oh, Tate Donovan's in it, looking quite old. Is that um, Jennifer Aniston's former flame, Tate Donovan? Yes, right. that Tate Donovan. <laughs> Who else is in it? There's all sorts in it. Mm. All sorts are in it, like really amazing cast. And it's about the lawyers who, um, after 9-11, they, um, they, they wanted to do almost like a class payout um to all the victims because they didn't want the vic- the victims if they'd sued the airlines would have brought the american um airline industry and the economy to its knees right because they, the payouts would have been so huge so yeah, the right. government wanted to take care of the payouts and then they basically had a sliding scale of payouts and they were saying it had to be according to what you were making at the time so there would have been a ceo getting 14 million or the ceo's family mm. getting 14 million and then the cleaner in the same building getting say 250,000 mm. and then people were saying but what is what is a life worth yes. hence the title ah and it, yes and it's all about that and it was yeah it's really good i really recommend it i mean it's you know you're going to cry mm. but I, I mean, that's just time, that, anyway. that's just us at the moment. Yeah. I'm just looking at who else was in it. Oh, Stanley Tucci's in it. Oh, oh I, I'd watch him read the phone book. Um, he might do that on his Instagram one day. He just never. Yeah, he might, and I would watch it. So <laughs> I watched that, Claire, and it was excellent. Recommend. Oh, that's very good. Right. I haven't watched anything new. I've just been. I mean, I have, but I can't really remember it, and it's nothing that's mm. sort of worth mentioning. But I am re-watching The Sopranos. Because I listened to an interview with the guy who um, wrote The Sopranos and directed it, and so I just got interested. So I'm re-watching it from the start. And the prequel's coming out, isn't yes, it? Yes, and I think that's, so that's exciting. my interest. because it was That's interesting. a big commitment, though, re-watching The Sopranos, Claire. You know, I've got nothing but time. Are you watching it on Binge? Uh, am I? Possibly I am, yes. yes. Um, I, mean, I just love James Gandolfini and yeah. I, um, yeah, I'm interested to sort of get my head around it for, for when the prequel comes out because apparently the prequel's really good, the movie. Yeah, it is. And his son plays him, doesn't he? He does, yeah. yeah. And then I'm also reading, Lisa, yes. Apples Never Fall, which is the book oh. you said I wouldn't like. And? And I do-ish. <laughs> I do-ish <laughs> like it. <laughs> Look, I I saw when I started it, I was like, so this is the Leanne Moriarty book, the new one. And Lisa, if you didn't listen to the podcast a couple of weeks ago, she said I wouldn't like it. So I determinedly started to read it. And at first, I was like, oh god, you're right. So it's just a family saga about people playing tennis. But actually, I'm quite intrigued as to what's going on. Well, she always does a good twist. Yeah. So um, yeah. I will continue to read it. Good. Good for you. <laughs> And what about this podcast you listen oh, yeah. to? Oh, yeah, so I posted this on my own personal um, mm. Facebook yesterday. 
Um, I'm listening to Armchair Expert, which is the Deck Shepherd podcast, which is really irritating. He's quite annoying. But it was an interview with Drew Barrymore. And I don't like Drew Barrymore either, right? So I thought, why the hell am I listening to this? This is like a double whammy of hell. But God, it's amazing. She is incredible. The stories she tells about growing up, mm. they get right into all the stuff that we, we already knew about the drugs. All the rehab and, and everything. The rehab and going yeah. to Studio 54, age seven, and partying with Joan Rivers. But to hear it from her mouth, her talking about it is just incredible. And then she's also, she's she's 46 and she's got two kids with her former husband and is it Will Koppelman? Is that who she was married to? Will, yes, the yeah. Chanel guy. And she, he is now remarried, right, to somebody else and she's oh, yes. really good friends with the wife and just the way she talked about co-parenting the kids and just the way she talked about how now she's too scared to have another relationship because men have always tried to change her throughout mm. her life. Just it was just really for some reason it just really struck a chord with me about so many women and how what it would be like if we were sing you know if I became single now it would be like you know I mean we've talked about it off air often um, and I have with my friends as well I'm always going I'd never have another husband I just live in my fantasy world of that was my cat and watching TV and drinking wine. And I think that's what she does, really. She just doesn't. Because she's terrified that someone... She said, I don't want to walk on eggshells ever again. Mm. Anyway, I just and found she, it really She's got very good girlfriends as well, hasn't yeah, she? Yeah. Well, she's really good friends with Jimmy Fallon's wife, Nancy. Uh-huh. And Cameron Diaz. And Cameron Diaz. But she also yeah. talked about how um, this woman that she met when she was 17 or something, and she was... F- or 27, I can't remember. Anyway, she was filming Bad Girls. Was that the movie? I don't know, hmm. like years and years and years ago. And this woman said to her, what you need to do moving forward is surround yourself with a group group of people, um, permanent crew, PC. So you have a permanent mm. crew of people who you go through life with and f- in terms of business. So like you and I will, will forever be doing work together. Me and you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. will we? Okay. Well, I mean, I haven't I haven't broached this with you. I just mean like that's what it would be, you know. You'd pick somebody, yeah. and she said, and I've just lived by that. Like I've just had this piece, this permanent crew ever since, and like that's just you know. So you feel you've got that real foundation, and then everything yes. else around it can come and go, and I you know that. You, they trust these people, and they'll do anything for yeah. you. Yeah, they've got yeah, you back. I just really enjoyed it. I thought it was really girl parry, and I'm not really a girl parry kind of person, but I really enjoyed listening to it. So it's called Armchair mm. Expert. It's a podcast with Dak Shepherd and you know it's hit and miss but this one's really good all right listen to that Claire yeah, please do well I thing you're talking about well I mean Rob Lowe as you know is my um you know right. one true love right or um, die. my ride or die and I often send you pictures of him and you reply and say I don't like Rob Lowe I don't uh, which I mean anyway look let's not get into it again <laughs> um <laughs> But he has got a new one-off on Netflix, and it's called Attack of the Hollywood Clichés. And you should watch it, and so should your husband, and so should everyone, because it's fantastic. It's okay. one hour, yeah. and it's Charlie Brooker, and they um, they go through the, the Hollywood clichés, um, and they have all the clips that prove it. So they have, like, the um, the grizzled cop. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, dit- the ditzy girl, the, the ditzy kooky girl... Um, what else do they have? Um, oh, the spit take, which is when, to show surprise, someone spits out their drink. Oh, yeah. 
which doesn't happen in real life. But <laughs> and then they show all the examples in movies of that. Um, it is hilarious. The car chase, um, the, the the punch up. It's really, really, it's just like it's little sound bites. It's very funny. He's very funny, Claire. I won't hear, hear that he's not. And um, <laughs> I highly recommend it. Okay. Yeah. Right, and that's on Netflix. Netflix, on okay. the Netflix. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll, maybe I'll watch it. <laughs> Maybe you will. Maybe, maybe while you watch listen. it. Oh, sorry. Maybe while you watch it, you might have a might have an alcoholic drink, Claire. Well, there's a surprise if it's a day ending in Y. Mm. So I might, and you know what I'm drinking today? What is it? Gwyneth Paltrow's martini, not her very own martini. In a bottle? No. Oh. So uh, it was Gwyneth Paltrow's birthday, I believe, yesterday. Happy birthday, Gwyneth! Happy I think birthday, you listen. Gwyneth, the uh, patron saint of middle age. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, they were saying to celebrate on Goop. They were saying to celebrate her birthday. They were all going to have one of her favourite dirty martinis, and they put the recipe up. And I thought, well, I'm going to make one of those, so I did. So that's what I'm drinking. And in deference to the Queen of all things middle-aged perimenopausal, do you have um, a dirty martini? It's dirty as with vodka. Vodka. And normally I have a gin martini. Weirdly. Yeah, gosh. Yeah. But this is a vodka martini with vermouth, obviously, and f- I've got four. Just a hint. Just a whisper of just, vermouth, just, I hope. Just a little mist over the yeah. top. Um, and four olives and um, a, quite a big glug of olive juice, which is because I love dirty right. martinis. I tell you what, Claire, nothing makes me happier than a really good dirty martini, mm-hmm. apart from two dirty martinis. <laughs> <laughs> what about... An, and then I and then I draw a line under it because well, I will fall over. A, a wobbly line. You draw a wobbly yeah, line, very wobbly under line. It. <laughs> <laughs> Well, while you're having your martini, yeah. um, sometimes you might want a little snack with it, Claire. Oh, God, do I ever. And I was doing my Woolies online shop, mm. right, and, you know, COVID safe kids. COVID safe, clicking through and, you know, it's ordering the boring stuff. And then I was just about to check out and <laughs> this new section came up and it's called New Snack Biscuits and Crackers. Mm-hmm. And do you think they created it just for me or <laughs> is there actually... A whole panel now devoted to new snack biscuits and crackers. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know that I can answer that question, but I feel absolutely ripped off that I don't have my own snack biscuits and crackers section. Well, yeah. I share an online shop, so I, you know. Yeah, anyway, so I did go and have a look, obviously, did for you research. Buy anything? Yeah, clicked on three. <laughs> There's three things coming tomorrow. I'll let you know how they go. <laughs> well, three you know new. What? what are they? There's two new peckish flavours. Oh, yes. And one new type of Peter Crisp. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a if I had a son, I'd call him Peter Crisp. Now, um, also, Lisa, I, this isn't yeah. on the list, but have yeah. you seen that there are now caramel Krispy Kreme donuts? No, but I would literally go into a hypo just thinking about it. <laughs> can you imagine how sweet that is? Yes, I can, and that's making me. I just would. I would die for one. I Do you like, like Krispy Kremes? I love Krispy Kremes, but I can't. Really? I don't want to eat them because they're 12 grams of fat per donut. For me, it's not the fat, it's the sugar. They they do actually make me start shaking from mm. the, the amount of sugar in them. I can't. I 
yeah, I just can't do them. You've got to build up your sugar tolerance. That for tolerance. years of sugar eating like I do. Lightweight. <laughs> but, um, and I love caramel milk, as anyone who has followed this podcast would know. But mm-hmm. I, uh, um, I near, my husband just went to the shops and I had, for a split second, I was going to say to him, can you go past the 7-Eleven? Because it's the only place that they're available and get oh. me a Krispy Kreme caramel milk donut. And I knew the answer would be no. So I didn't bother. Just do it in secret. Tomorrow. Yeah, go out and, and then I'll eat them in the car. And eat it on your way home. And come in with crumbs all around your face. Come in with caramel dust all over me. <laughs> what? What are you looking at? Nothing. Nothing here. Nothing to see here. Um, it's interesting because actually when I was doing my Woolies shop, they now have this thing called Marketplace and they've linked up with like Big W and other companies. I think they must all be under the same umbrella. Mm. And now you can just buy everything on Woolies. Oh, yeah. So, so like um, clothes and and clothes. Beauty. Kids. Oh, everything. Beauty. Clothes, house stuff. Houses. <laughs> houses. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is actually a segue because um, I'm trying to make it go into beauty spot. It's not a very good segue. Yeah, sorry. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty spot. Beauty um, spot. Things that you can't buy on the Woolly site, though, include Claire. <laughs> Victoria Beckham makeup. Yeah. So last week I was talking about whether mm-hmm. it was ridiculous to spend $48 on an eye pencil. I have, arrived, I have an answer for you. Yeah. yeah. A, it arrived in like four days, which is unheard of. Coming, It came from the US and also in COVID times. Yes. It came in, in this like box that had then a fabric bag that says Victoria Ooh. Beckham Beauty. You know, like they just Lovely. make that. Yeah. So much nicer than, than just yeah. getting it from Priceline. Sorry, Priceline, not an ad. And you wouldn't want that to be an ad, would you? Um, and it is beautiful. I don't is know. It? I don't know how much worth I would put on it in terms of dollar value, mm. but it's glides on like a dream. It's beautiful. Right. It comes with its own little pencil sharpener. As I said, comes in this beautiful fabric bag. It's a winner. And I think right. that it made me feel so special it was worth the $48. Good you know, for you. It made me feel good to have something so lovely come to my Are you life. wearing it now? Yes. Can you see? Oh, yeah. It does look nice. Yeah. 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 So um, I think we've both been spending a little bit of money on the online shopping, haven't we? <laughs> what else have you bought? What else have you bought? Um, well, today I had three parcels arrive. <laughs> oh, and my husband was like, just sitting there, like shaking his head, and I was like, "It's just moisturizer. It's just body cream." Um, I got some. Well, I've discovered Frank body oil sticks, so they're like a deodorant stick. So you twist them up, and they're like that solid deodorant, you know, mm-hmm. next to you. But you just—it's just body oil, and you can just use it on your skin. So it's so easy to apply. I love that idea because it's... nothing is more boring than rubbing in yes. um, moisturizer, I isn't know. it? It's so, it's just a genius idea. I wish mm. I could have myself. So you just buy it. It's like shea butter and, you know, sort of oily. And you can just put, you just rub it on and you're done. Walk away. It's Does it smell nice? It smells lovely. It's just that real kind of Palmer's cocoa, you know, that beautiful Ooh, yeah. shea butter smell. Um, 16 or something dollars. You can buy it on their website. If you spend over $30, I think you get free postage i got it um, from mecca but i didn't know that until afterwards i've just now gone onto their website and bought some um exfoliant body stuff for the shower and stuff as well because oh yeah they do the coffee one don't yeah, they yeah and they do the coffee yeah. scrub and stuff it's so, meant to be really good yeah hmm. highly like not an ad just thought not i'd just try it but the honestly great idea for a body moisturizer i wish mm. i thought of it 
I wish you'd thought of it. So. I bought, I was reading Who magazine, Claire, mm. and they had an interview with um, Queen Trini. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about, they said, what scent do you wear? And she said, I wear Samuel Graven woody fig that I found when I was in Sydney last. Oh. I was like, oh, I love a fig. So Googled it, mm. um, ordered it. Mm. Absolutely delicious. And Sniffing it now. I can see. I can see. And um, where is it from? Where is Samuel Graven from? Sydney? Well, I think he's, um, I think he's an Australian um, parfumier. Mm. So he sent me this plus um, um, some little testers. I, I bought them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's really nice stuff, actually. It's really different, a bit unique. Um, the woody fig is like a woody fig. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the name. But it has. A, it's got a bit of citrus in there. So, and how long have you tried it in terms of how long it lasts on your skin and all that kind of stuff? No, because it only arrived today, but it is an eau de parfum. Mm. You know that... Um, the annoying part about all all um, fragrances is that you, when your nose gets used to smelling it, you can't smell it on yourself. Anymore. Oh yeah, I think that's what happens to me, and that's, that's why I buy so many I of them. Know, it's really annoying. Yeah, I need to stop buying them, Claire. But anyway, have um, you been wearing perfume during lockdown? That's an interesting. Yes, every so, day. I do too. Isn't that weird? Love it. Yeah, especially when I was in hotel quarantine, it was a lifesaver. Um. Yes. Oh, I bet. Yes. Mm. I um. I bought a new Trini um, BFF cream, the one that's the mattifying one. Oh yes. No, it hasn't arrived yet. We did a bit of an. We did a bit of a group shot with a, some girlfriends, and um, to avoid having to pay for the postage. <laughs> um. Also, in beauty spot. Did you read this story? This interview with Bobby Brown. No. That I sent you. Oh, well, it was a really good interview. It was on Refinery29 because she's got a new beauty range out called Jones Road. Right. Um, it's not available here yet. I think it will go very well when it is available. Um, and they interviewed her, and she's just so good for our age group, Claire, with all her tips and everything. Mm. And I was particularly interested that she doesn't use primer. Why does she, she does, she's no. got no She's got no use for primer, Claire. Couldn't but, believe it. I love primer. Why doesn't she like it? She says you don't need it for flawless foundation. Um, She says, I don't believe in primers. I don't believe in putting 10 things on my face. And instead, she likes to use moisturiser, which helps foundation mesh better with the skin and appear more natural. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of natural. That's my problem. No. Oh, well, (laughs) (laughs) you want in your face. Smash people over the head with it. Um, She also... um, prefers using eye cream over lip balm right because she says lip balm is more of a protectant and eye cream absorbs better in your lips yes oh that's interesting that's a good tip isn't it it is a good tip um and then the other thing i liked was she gave um tips about eyeshadow on hooded eyes because as you get older your Mm. eye you know your eyelids droop Mm. um and i went and did what she told me to and it does look nice claire um (laughs) She says you get a nice light tone that goes all over your lid first. Mm. And then you get um, a medium shade, which you go under the lower lashes. And then a dark shade just to do the upper eyelid um, line, the upper eyelid, and wing out at the corner. Mm, you wing it was out very, at the corner. It was, it was very simple, but it did work. So I very much enjoyed that. Thank you, Bobby Brown. How old is Bobby Brown now? Oh, she's in 60s. Right, yeah, all right. I, think yeah. I take her... I take her Advice to heart, then. I would. Yeah. I would, Claire. I think mm. you should. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will. <laughs>
Now, I've got a big question for you. I've got some big questions. Big question. First up, Claire. Yes. Meghan Markle and Harry, we saw them out and about this week. Yes. Meghan Markle looked fabulous, loved her outfits. They were very, um, you know, we talked about it last week, didn't we? Succession chic. Yes. That sort of, but gosh, they cost an arm and a leg, didn't they? There's what she was wearing. In the Telegraph in the UK said it cost £53,000 for the whole yeah. wardrobe, as they called it. Wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. 53, so that's about almost $100,000. Yeah. Um, and is she a hypocrite? This is the question, Claire. Is she a hypocrite telling us all to, you know, save the world or whatever while she's wearing? One of the coats was, I think, $5,000 for a cashmere coat. Yeah. Well, we did say, actually, that rich people don't need coats last week, so I don't know why yes. she's wearing one, if she's going from... Well, everyone in New York was apparently very perplexed by her, her tawdrobe because it was really hot and she was wearing yeah, loads of cashmere. Yeah, she was wearing a lot of coats and polonic <laughs> jumpers. I did think that too. I was like, yeah. isn't it, like, the hottest time? I got married in New York in September and it was fucking hot. Yeah. I am starting to feel quite uncomfortable about even discussing women like this in this way I know. do you know what I mean I sort of think oh, you know what wear what you like I don't I think I'm just so um apathetic now that it's like do what you like wear what you like I can't I can't even summon up the uh, outrage anymore. I don't know that I want to judge people I want to look at no. what they're wearing and decide if I like it but I don't know if I want to judge them for wearing for something. wearing it yeah like, I, I thought the, the yeah. white dress that she wore I mean I thought it was interesting that she's wearing above the knee that was obviously showing that she could still do that because she wasn't allowed to do that when she was in the royal family and that's fine I liked I didn't like the dress but I liked the fact that she you know did that I like the red suit that she wore in Harlem when she was reading the book to the kids. Yeah. I thought that was quite nice. I thought it was very boring and very safe, most of the clothes, though. I didn't think there was anything. Yes, but it that's was. very tasteful. As it they was. say in this piece that I read, it's very much succession for chivroy's clothes. Yes. You know, it really was, like lovely pants and, you know, cashmere and blah, blah. It reminded me a little bit of, do you remember when Angelina went to the UN and got serious yeah. and used to wear those knitted two pieces? They <laughs> said John or something. Yeah. It's like, were... that's when you knew she was being business Angelina. That's right. And it was, I think they also refer to Amal Clooney in this piece as well. Is that like, you know, she's going in talking about Syrian refugees, but she's wearing these Max Mara outfits. And, you know, like there is a certain hypocrisy that comes with that. But then there's also, it's a power thing too. I mean, you know, you get told to stand in a power stance and to feel comfortable in what you're wearing, yeah. to, you know, because that makes you feel powerful, especially as a woman still. So yes. I guess there's a certain amount of that as well. Like if she feels comfortable and powerful, then maybe she'll be able to get her point across. And, yeah, you know, you're talking to a bunch of people who already have judged you as being an idiot. You know, it's, it's hard. It's a hard thing to, to get over. Isn't yeah. It? Like, Might as well wear what you like while you're doing it then. Right. From now on, I'm going to wear... <laughs> My pajamas. Oh, yeah. oh your pajamas. Oh, no, Sorry, no. Okay. Oh, oh, I can. I could wear. I, you know what? I keep buying clothes. I actually bought a jacket. Like I don't. I'll never wear a bloody jacket. I don't wear a jacket now. Like as in a you know a tailored suit jacket. Yeah. I never wear them now. Never wore them before. But I buy them. Oh. I obviously, want to feel powerful and not like an idiot. Never mind. Well, eh? Don't we all? Never mind. Eh? <laughs> never mind. Eh? <laughs> Maybe next year, Claire. I have another big question for you. Yes. How do you feel? We talked, we touched on it last week. How do you feel about picnics? I had a picnic on the weekend and it was nice to see my friends, but I don't really like picnics, I've decided. No, I don't either. We, on Friday, last Friday, thought we were being very smart. But, um, let's go down to the park at the end of the road that um, overlooks 
this end of the harbour. Um, that makes me sound quite fancy. It's not fancy. <laughs> and um, take some beers and take some little crackers and dip and, you know, just go and sit on a bench and just wind down. Got down there, busier than New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. I'm not even joking. Mm-hmm. It was packed. Um, I just wasn't down for it. I just, no. yeah. I don't know. But we had a lovely time and then we had to pack it all up and bring it and haul it all back. Yes. And um, everything was warm and I couldn't tell if everything was off or not. So, I, you know, I didn't want to waste food. No. So I was trying to be really smart about it. And what was the toilet situation? Yeah, there were some toilets there. We were in a kind of uh, park, so that was fine. Um, there is something. Did you have like, to sit on the floor? Well, I did, but that's because I bought a picnic rug thinking, we're going on a picnic. Then all of my friends bought chairs with them yeah which apparently is the thing that you do now at our age but i didn't know that (laughs) i know you could have a chair can't sit on the floor i sat on the floor and then one of my friends sat on the floor with me thinking that she was doing the right thing and then of course now i can't move and has had to go to the physio because she's got her back up um we'll call her jules because that's her name i hope you feel better jules um look i really enjoyed seeing them i really enjoyed sitting around having some champagne and having a chat finally in person not just on whatsapp or whatever and you know like that was lovely yeah the people but side of it is nice the picnic and then just it, it was windy and so then we had to sit under a tree which was nice but then everyone else had to sit under the same tree because it was so windy so then there was lots of people mm-hmm. around us and um which was also fine because you know you're sort of used to that it doesn't, doesn't really worry you but then it doesn't it's not it wasn't relaxing or anything no. that was nice but i just don't know that i can be bothered to go to i mean i bought i spent like about 70 dollars on cheese and you know yeah and then i carted it halfway across sydney to well no not halfway across sydney halfway in my five kilometer lga yes. to um to eat it and then mm. to bring most of it back again so i don't know i'm gonna say picnics overrated oh, yeah definitely overrated but, you know, yeah. the niceness of seeing people was nice. There was another... People good. People good picnic bag. Yeah. There was another big question that you missed. And I'm saving it for the end. Oh, okay. Okay. Should I do it now? No, do whatever you want. Sorry. I just thought you'd missed it. Carry on. No, no. Please I'm going to do it on. now. Oh, okay. That's it. That's it. I'm going to do it now. Okay. <laughs> um, this came from... I'm quite into BBC Radio at the moment. You can listen to all the different radios live on the internet. Yeah. Um, And actually, BBC Six, which I think is aimed at... um. BBC Radio 6, which I think is aimed at us probably, has amazing stuff on it. Um, they get celebrity, or they get people on to do their kitchen disco playlist. Mm. And I wondered, Claire. Yes. I'm typing. I wondered, Claire. <laughs> looking quizzical. What's, what would be on your kitchen disco playlist? Well, Lisa, it's funny that you ask me this. Um, we often play disco playlist in our house while we're cooking mm-hmm. dinner. And I would say my top song of all time in terms of making it well there's two it's a beastie boys song probably mm. hey ladies yeah and modern love by david bowie oh that's a good one. Mm. Oh, i do like that mm. yes what about you uh, well it depends on the vibe i'm going for um i'm quite partial to the killers oh yes mr, like mr. bright side or something yes, yes um i like to end the evening with a all saints Pure Shores. Oh, I can do that in karaoke with my friend Zoe. We do that yeah. together sometimes. Okay. All right. I don't particularly want that version. Sorry. Um, <laughs> How dare you? At the moment, because I am working in the kitchen and I am listening to some music sometimes, mm. um, I'm very into Celeste at the moment. Oh. You listen to Celeste? No. Oh, she's marvellous. You must have a listen. <laughs> it, 
all the tracks are fantastic on her album. Okay. She's a, a British singer. Yeah. Um, what else? I don't mind a bit of Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, I, I'll go down, I'll go into that sort of thing. I go to Oasis sometimes. I go yeah. to... Um, oh, Oasis. You can't go wrong with yeah, Oasis. A little bit, but yeah. you have to be in the mood because it can be a bit In noisy. the mood. Well, you have to be drunk, really. Let's face it. <laughs> in the mood, i.e. drunk. <laughs> have yeah. a few goop martinis and you'll be laughing. Yeah. Then you're laughing. Yeah. All right. Well, next time I have a kitchen disco, maybe you can come because we'll be allowed in each other's houses. Oh, I can't wait for the day. Yeah. Well, we won't have a picnic. We'll be sitting at a proper table. Yeah, with a toilet going. And some crackers that you've And crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Not mad. It's a deal. It's a date. <laughs> All right. Well, um, come to the PDAs, everybody, and tell us, you know, interesting things to talk about no. other than that shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we will talk to you next week for more fun. All right. That sounds good. <laughs>